1: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. So that's why I'm so excited about augmented reality, because it's going to make it so that we can create all kinds of things that until today have only been possible in the digital world. And we're going to be able to interact with them and explore them together.
2: Well, okay, that sounds interesting. What does that all mean? That's Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook CEO. Uh, speaking this week at this big F8 conference, talking about Facebook's long-term plan here, their 10-year plan. And what does it mean to you? The headline of Matt Weinberger's piece at businessinsider.com this week, Mark Zuckerberg just signed the death warrant for the smartphone. You're like, what do you mean, the smartphone? We love these things. We use them all the time. You see the new ones coming out now. You get the, the new Samsung or the, the recent iPhone. Uh, this is top-notch technology that we use on a daily basis. But I mean, we think about it. If you took that brand new phone, you went back in time 20 years, right? People would just, you'd blow their minds. It was inconceivable that 20 years from now, we'll look back and say, wow, those are, remember those? Remember those smartphones we used to carry around? So if the smartphone's on its way out, not tomorrow, mind you, but over the next decade, what replaces it? And that's where companies like Facebook come in. So let's explore this a little deeper. Joining us on the line is Matt Weinberger. He's a tech reporter with Business Insider, businessinsider.com. Matt, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. You know, it's interesting. It's not just about what Facebook is aiming to do, but I think it speaks to just how, you know, the tech worlds and the devices we interact with. It's going to be a lot different uh, in a decade, isn't it?
0: Uh, that's right. I mean, right now, what we're seeing is the blueprint for the for the very slow demise of the smartphone and something even crazier.
2: Yeah. Well, even the idea that we wouldn't use smartphones it become such a, a, a integral part of our daily lives. The the notion that they would be obsolete at some point it's it's hard to wrap your head around.
0: But they would have said the same thing about the beeper or the fax machine or even you know think about how much you relied on your computer, your desktop computer, even ten years ago. Versus how much more you can do on your phone today, and that that, that kind of dynamic is still going to play out over the next ten years
2: right and so I mean it 's not just that Facebook uh, has a vested interest here, obviously, but um, I mean it, it speaks to what a lot of big companies are doing but in terms of Facebook and the vision they they outlined this week what, what is the company's uh, end game here
0: the end game so if you ask Facebook specifically, their goal is to help anybody share anything with anyone. Um, to that end, their, their whole idea is this big bet on virtual reality, where you wear a headset and you're transported to a virtual world, and augmented reality, where you overlay digital images on the real world. That's kind of like Snapchat filters or Pokemon Go. And the idea is that by bridging this digital and physical world, it helps you communicate with people better. That's their, that's their stated goal.
2: Right. And, and in the short term, you get a sense that, I mean, they are trying to compete with Snapchat. They are trying to, to get ahead of everybody mm-hmm. else when it comes to, to making use of, uh, of artificial intelligence. So how does, how does the short term get them to, to the long term?
0: So in the short term, like I said, the augmented reality people see it as the the, 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 the the major bet where you should put your money over the next few years because you know you interact with digital stuff in the real world. And like I said, you can see some of that with photo filters in Snapchat when you when you overlay a puppy uh, a puppy dog ears on yourself in Snapchat. That's a very early version of augmented reality. And so what, what Facebook is betting on is that, you know, we all carry these cameras and these supercomputers with us every day that let us do that to, to this, like this unlimited, crazy, unforeseen extent. Uh, and by giving people the ability to do more stuff with that, not just, not just selfies, but also share your run, run times, like he showed up on stage this week, and to build new games like Pokemon Go, that is kind of our first taste of this crazy holographic future.
2: Right, and as as it stands now, I mean, our smart, the smartphone is our our window into all of that, right? That's kind of what it all what it all runs through. So, what will it be in the future?
0: In the future, so uh, as Mark Zuckerberg tells it, the end game is to build a pair of glasses, just like. You know, the standard pair of Warby Parker glasses, Elvis Costello glasses, uh, that overlay those digital images in the real world. And, and by his reckoning, once you have a pair of glasses that's also a computer that can project those imagery, uh, you don't need a separate TV. You can project a 60-inch TV hovering in the air in front of you that's not actually there, but that's still playing your Netflix in front of you. And by that same token, once you're projecting those visual images, you know, you have your text messages open in front of you, you have your phone calls in front of you, your calendar, your contact, anything else you'd use a smartphone for will just be there hovering in the air in front of you as you need it, so why carry a separate device?
2: Well, and I mean, you know, that, that sounds a little bit like Google Glass, right, which, which yeah. was getting a lot of attention for a while and then just seemed like it, it kind of fizzled out. But even if, if that particular product did, it certainly is not an indication of where this technology is going.
0: That's right. The big part of the reason why Google Glass failed, the, the technology, just on a technological level, it's gotten vastly better in the five or so years since Google Glass first came out. But the real problem with Google Glass in a lot of ways was that there was just no way to avoid looking like a total dork when you wore uh, it, it. it It's sad but true uh, that, you know, it, there was this weird social aspect to it. You'd go out for coffee with someone and it felt like you were you were live streaming your brunch with them which was a weird feeling. It was, a, it was as much social as it was technology. Uh, that's kind of a challenge right now. Nobody's really rushing this to market. No one's trying Google Glass again in the short term because even as the technology gets better, they know they have to figure out some way to make it something that real people would actually want to wear in real life. And that's going to be as much of a challenge as anything that Facebook is working on technologically.
2: Right. And the other big idea that these companies are talking about, I mean, it was something that was formulated recently by Elon Musk, the idea of, of Neuralink. Yeah, even this week, though, Facebook is is talking about its own kind of uh, brainwave technology, silent speech software and, and, and this sort of thing. So how does that how does that factor in?
0: Well, if you think about it, like the smartphone, you're carrying all your information with you in your pocket. Then if you think about stuff like those glasses that Zuckerberg is talking about, that puts it in front of your face. And so the obvious like, next step, or obvious if you're Elon Musk, I guess, but the obvious next step is to close that gap and bring it straight into your brain. Uh, it's a little scary. Uh, that's going to take even more time to really play out. That you know, if, if those glasses are 10 to 20 years away, then brain technology is like 30 to 40 years away, probably, at least. But by that same token, it's something that as you know, these computers become more crucial to our everyday lives, people like Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg and and the geniuses at Facebook think that that brain interface is something that we'll need just to keep up with pervasive technology all around us.
2: Well, we look at other companies then, like Google and like Apple, like Microsoft, uh, are are they all kind of rushing in the in the same direction? Are they all in the same race here? Absolutely. So
0: Microsoft is kind of in the lead in a lot of ways. They have their HoloLens, which is the very first version of what you can kind of think about as Zuckerberg's glasses. It's a computer you wear on your head. It overlays those images and you could actually buy one today for $3,000. You probably don't want to. It's still very much version one. It's meant for software developers to experiment with the technology. But if you were really into this, you could buy it today. You could go online and get it. So that's, that's happening. Um, Google is said to be working on a second version of Google Glass. Hopefully, that looks a little cooler. Um, and Apple is rumored to be working on its own version, but that one's still that one's still very much under wraps.
2: Right, and you know, one interesting aspect of this technology was something Zuckerberg was talking about this week: uh, the idea that this can replace uh, TVs as we know it. That's right. right.
0: That's right. So that that kind of goes back to what I was saying about about the slow demise of smartphones because. By Zuckerberg's reckoning and by the reckoning of a lot of smart people in the in Silicon Valley, if you have that giant screen with you that follows you everywhere you go, that's available as a 99-cent app from the App Store, then for a lot of people, you won't need the $800 curved TV with, with 3D and, and high def because you now have a screen bigger than any screen that could exist in real life that you can project on an airplane, project, at, project on the subway, uh, project at your desk. So why have a TV?
2: Yeah, well, it's, it's pretty wild. Some crazy stuff happening. People can read more about it, uh, more coverage of businessinsider.com. Matt, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, so that was just uh, Matt Weinberger. We were chatting with their tech reporter with Business Insider, businessinsider.com. I want to play for you a little bit more here, just uh, a minute or so, of uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Um, expanding on that point about why they believe the future lies in augmented reality. More from Zuckerberg here.
1: So at last year's F8, we talked about our 10-year roadmap uh, to give everyone in the world the power to share anything they want with anyone. And one of the key long-term technologies that we talked about is augmented reality. Now, we all know where we want this to get eventually, right? We we want glasses or eventually contact lenses that look and feel normal, but that let us overlay all kinds of information and digital objects on top of the real world. So we can just be sitting here, and we want to play chess. Snap, here's a a chess board, and we can play together. Uh, You want to watch TV? We can put a digital TV on that wall. And instead of being a piece of hardware, it's a $1 app instead of a $500 piece of equipment. So think about how many of the things that we have in our lives actually don't need to be physical. They can be digital. And think about how much better and more affordable and accessible they're going to be when they are. So think about going to Rome on vacation and having information about the Colosseum overlaid on the actual building or directions overlaid on the actual street. And think about uh, if your daughter is a big Harry Potter fan, for her birthday, you can change your home into Hogwarts, although I bet some of you were hoping I'd hit the toilet paper button. <laughs> now. We're all about extending the physical world online. When you become friends with someone on Facebook, your relationship gets stronger. When you join a community online, that physical community gets stronger. So augmented reality is going to help us mix the digital and the physical in all new ways, and that's going to make our physical reality better. So that's why this is such an important trend.
2: Right, well, it's really fascinating. So that's Mark Zuckerberg this week outlining this vision and what it looks like uh, years from now, and even in the short term, right? And we do see some of it. I mean, there's you know, what Snapchat does or Pokemon Go does, but it's, it's expanding on that. I guess one way to, to explain it, if you'd seen the uh, Avengers movies or the Iron Man movies when Tony Stark's in his lab, and basically he's got this whole big computer hologram in front of him and he's able to interact with it, etc., it would almost be like that where what you're working with or what you're doing or what you're looking at is basically projected in front of you. So, yeah, I mean, it's quite mind-boggling to think about. Anyway, 403-974-8255 is our number. A quick break. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.